Welcome to Hello, Daughter of the Day with Michelle Brown, a podcast focused on encouragement for God's daughters. At Daughter of the Day Transformational and Purpose Life Coaching, our goal is to help you to develop, maximize, and become all God created you to be. Join in now as we use the Word of God as our guide to become better and closer to the Lord. Well, hello. Welcome to another episode of Hello, God's Daughters. I'm your host, Michelle Brown, and I am back with another word of prophetic encouragement to you, his daughter from the heart of God, your father. And God wants you to know that his eye is on you. He sees exactly where you are. He has pinpointed you which is just amazing to me when I look at all of the people. But you know um, where you'll see that map and it has all of those. I can see them very clear and they're like pinpoints everywhere. And he knows, he has you pinpointed. He knows exactly where you are. In heaven, they're saying you are here and they know where you are on the journey and Heaven is behind you for you to stay encouraged and keep going because if you could peek around the corner and see what awaits, you would not be discouraged. And I hope that you are not in discouragement. It is a season to pray that men's hearts do not fail. And I believe that that is in the physical and the spiritual. Um, Physically, there have been many heart problems and then Spiritually as well, I think hearts are heavy. Hearts are failing in the natural and they're heavy in the spiritual. And so I'm going to ask you as a watchman to stand with me and pray for the heart and that we would in even that process begin to see the heart of God in everything and all that we do. Pray for us to be good stewards over our body, that our hearts beat with the rhythm of life, that every chamber is open and that blood flows in accordance with God's perfect plan. And if you can emphasize praying for men in that area, especially um, middle-aged men and young men, uh, teenagers, and I'd say men 40 to 60, especially if you would lift them up before God, I'm Still seeking the Lord on what that's about, but we thank God that he is the divine resuscitator. And we know that he is uh, our ultimate and our divine cardiologist. And today, God wants to make sure that your heart is open, that your heart is flowing, that no unforgiveness is flowing through your heart and that the blood of Jesus is a reminder as his blood pumps through you, that you remember the blood on the cross that forgave you of all of your sins so that you can keep uh, those spiritual arteries open. Amen. Over the past couple of episodes, we've talked about the formula, and then we talked about the fuel, and the fuel is just so powerful, you know, no matter how high we know the fuel in the spiritual is belief and it's faith. But you know, no matter how high fuel goes, as far as price wise, we still need it. And we're still going to go and 
put it in our cars and we have a choice how much we're going to put in there based on, you know, the price that we're willing to pay. We may put a fourth of a tank or we may put a full tank, but people are going to put fuel in their cars. And just like with faith, there is a price for faith and we have to decide if we're going to pay it, if we are going to buy into it and trust it and walk it out because, um, We have that choice. Are we going to just have a fourth of a tank of faith or are we going to fill it up and have a full tank of faith? And I think the cost is trust and knowing God's love towards you and really taking that in so that the fuel of his love can flow, which will strengthen your faith in him. I am reminded of two um, pivotal events For me, one, I don't know if you remember this, but I know it happened in Texas and I believe it was, yeah, it was definitely pre-COVID, but there were fuel shortages. And so in order to get gas, you were having to go and wait in extremely long lines to get gas. And the hope was that you didn't run out of gas while you were waiting to get gas. And I realized in that moment just how important fuel is. And I remember going at least twice, waiting in line. And then by the time we got up to the pump, it was empty again. So we had to come back. And, you know, I mentioned kind of that pinpoint that map that has all the pins, you know, showing you how many people in this region and how many people in that region and are doing this or pinpointing where people are. And I remember we were downloading apps. Do you remember this? We were downloading apps to find out which gas stations still had gas and we were running over there to get in line. And we finally were able to get the fuel that we needed. And then like life, that passed. And we don't usually sit around and think about fuel like we did during that time and just being grateful that we can fill up and go where we need to go and do what we need to do. And so I say that to you today, are you on a full tank or are you limiting yourself um, and running out of the fuel, the faith and the belief that you need. But I was reminded of that, you know, we can just pull up to the pump and put as much in our tank as we decide that we need. And we also need to do that by faith. We need to fill up each day on faith. We get to decide The other moment that I thought about was, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm trying to, I use my phone and uh, there's a call that's coming in. So I apologize for that buzz. Uh, But anyway, there is a time that it's it's been over 20 years ago. It's probably been 25 years ago, but I was headed to, I think work, you know, I'm not even, you know, I'm not exactly sure, but I was in a rush, probably obviously wasn't focused. I had pumped my gas and I noticed that when I was driving off of the gas station, um, parking lot, 
I had to put a little more of that foot on the accelerator. It was like, you know, something was kind of trying to hold me back. And I just really pushed down on the acceleration, which I had mentioned that acceleration. We talked about that before. And I accelerated and um, drove off. And while I was driving, I started to notice that everywhere I looked, people were waving me down and blowing their horn. And, I, you know, I couldn't figure out why I was getting all this attention and why people were trying to get my attention. And I pulled over and realized that I had pulled off with the pump in my gas tank. And this long black, um, I guess it would be considered the pump. Well, the not the the pump I had detached from the pump, but I had the tubing. I'm sorry, I don't know why I can't think of what that was called, but that long black thing that connects to the pump. And I still had the nozzle in my gas tank and I could not believe it. But then I was reminded of why I had to push down so hard to move forward. So I did the right thing, of course, in embarrassment. And, you know, I didn't take it out of the out of my tank. I think I probably had a little bit of anxiety in that moment, even though I wasn't connected to anything. It just didn't seem right, I guess, at that time to put the nozzle and that long tube um, back in my car. So I actually drove back the other way with it still in my gas tank. And of course, people were still blowing and waving. And I went back in and humbly brought it to the man at the cash register and let him know that I had driven off um, with that in my car. And that is just something that I, you know, still laugh about from time to time. I um, realized, though, that in life, sometimes we are not connected to the pump. We can have the nozzle, you know, and we can think that we're getting fuel. But if we're not connected to the pump, um, we're not taking anything in. And of course, God is the pump. But many times we get busy and we drive off without filling up, without um, staying connected. And really, we need to fill up in the morning and then go about, you know, our day. But I had the nozzle and the tube, but I was no longer connected to the pump. And so don't leave without getting fueled up. Don't leave God's presence. You know, you can have the equipment, you know, I had the nozzle, I had it in the gas tank, but it wasn't connected to anything. And a lot of times we can look the part, but we're not connected to the source. We're not connected to anything. And so those were just two things about fuel that really kind of um, made me think and made me reflect. Uh, God wants to fuel us up by faith and belief. And that's what we talked about last time. And today I just have a quick word of encouragement that I received um, this morning. And I just want to tell you that this is a season of opening doors, uh, opening doors. And you're going to see 
different doors open. And the challenge and what I want to just present to you is that if you're standing in front of the wrong door and you see another door open, pray about God, do I, I see that door opening? Is that for me or do I need to stand and wait for this door to open? I know, you know, when you're waiting on an elevator, there are usually three in front of you and you're looking at the lights and you're trying, especially if you have a child, they really get into trying to figure out which elevator is going to open. And at first they think it's magic until they realize you can look up at the lights and see what floor it's saying it's on and realize which one should come the fastest but it just depends on how long it has to wait on a certain floor for those people to get in. And sometimes uh, we people are waiting for us to um, move, right? They're waiting for us to go into our next assignment so they can get on the elevator, so they can go up to their next floor to their next assignment, experiencing their promotion. And sometimes we can stay in places too long and you can be waiting on an elevator and think, man, that was on two. I'm on one. Why did this one that was on five get down here so much quicker? It's because there's some holdup going on on that floor. And so as you are standing in front of the door, you want to make sure that God is you're asking God to direct you. Do I go into this door or do I continue to wait for this one to open? And so it is a season of opening doors. You know, a lot of times we say it's an open door season and then other times uh, it's an opening door season. And so... I want to just um, share the word that I got for you this morning. I am making a way for you. The hinges are oiled and ready for movement. The next door will open with ease. It will be an entrance and an exit as new beginnings cause you to start fresh. Go through to the new. My son came and used the ice maker. So I'm going to have to start going back into my stationary studio. uh, And I apologize for the distraction. But the, the hinges are oiled. Your worship, your praise, your engagement with God has oiled the hinges. And so when that door opens, that opening door, it's going to fly open. And so God wanted me to encourage you to be ready, to be patient, to be prepared. Don't be anxious, but be discerning. And he's going to begin to show you the opening doors for you. And he, I'm believing that in this season, he's going to show you some of the doors that are going to open before they are an open door to you. He's going to say, hey, that door is opening. You need to be ready. And then there are going to be some doors that are going to open suddenly, and they're going to open without you even having that door in your uh, 
sight. It, it's going to be a door that you weren't even expecting. And so we're believing for those suddenlies. But remember, when a new door opens, it's also an exit, usually from another season, from another place. And so celebrate the ending and the beginning simultaneously. Um, that's the word. And I think it's going to speak to each person differently. But God is saying, go through to the new. Don't hinder yourself. Don't lollygag. Don't belabor in indecision. Ask God by faith, what is the formula? And ask him to speak to you so that you know that you need to go through the door. As they say, expeditiously, in expectation. And let this new door be the exit to an old season. Amen. Um, expeditiously, expectation, and an exit. That is what God asked me to share with you. And uh, keep oiling the hinges. Keep oiling the hinges with your worship, with your praise, with your attention, Stay connected. I guess I did take, now I've got to look up my gas um, analogies because I think what you put in the car is the nodule, you know, and you're pumping the gas, but stay connected, right? Stay connected to the main pump. Now I don't even know if that's the word. Um, I have to look that up, but we know that where the gas is coming from. So let me check that out. That's some terminology that, uh, so the nozzle, the nozzle, and then the pump. Um, so where that gas is coming from, um, we want to stay connected. And there is a certain pressure that causes that fuel to flow. And so put pressure on the word, put pressure on the word of God so that your faith and that fuel can flow. Put pressure on the word by saying the word back to God, by meditating on the word, by reading the word, um, believing that there is power in the word. And when you fill your heart with the word, we know the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, fill your heart with the word. That's going to keep your heart going. That's going to keep your heart healed. That's going to keep your heart pumping, just like we're talking about the fuel pump. But out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the heart flow the issues of life. What are you putting in your heart? Are you putting the word in? so that faith can flow out? Or is your heart, is it filled with issues, worries, concerns, and stress? Amen. As you go through these doors, I think uh, there's a song that says pack light, and you want to make sure that you're not carrying old burdens, old seasons, and um, even mantles change. You know, God is mantling us anew in this season. I see assignments changing where you maybe were known for one thing, 
now you're going to be um, operating in a different capacity. So be open to that. Amen. I pray we got through it. I apologize again for the technical difficulties. Um, but I do want to just thank you for sticking with me and sharing the podcast as God's daughters, as we really unite and come together. The other thing I'll end with is that God highlighted the word Jesus to me, and there is a U.S. in Jesus, us, and God is calling us together so that we can spread Jesus. We can do it alone, but it's so much powerful when the us in him arises and we come together as a collective and we unify in our thoughts, in our prayers, in our desire to please him. He's looking for us. Jesus needs us. He needs your prayers. He needs your dedication. He needs your commitment in your adoration that keeps the hinges oiled. The enemy can't come in and put a stopper on your door that it won't open or it won't close because that's how sometimes we get stuck in between. We get in a place of stagnancy and God is calling us to be on the move in this season. So I pray this blesses you. Always remember You can reach out to me at michellebrown1122 at gmail.com. And I also believe that you can leave a message depending on the platform that you listen to. So I hope that if you have questions, feedback, that you'll reach out. Let's continue to pray, intercede. Let's watch and see the magnificence of God. Be blessed.